I want to talk about this Tanisha Foster child custody battle. So this is Nipsey Hussle's baby mother. She's seeking guardianship over her uh, daughter that she had with him, Imani. And we have Nipsey's sister on the other side. Ding, ding. Because it's like a boxing match. <laughs> Trying to get full guardianship as well, right? And this poor little girl in the middle who just lost her daddy, you know, and just trying to process all her feelings. So let's just get straight to the point. There's not a lot of people that are Tanisha Foster fans, you know, for obvious reasons. I mean, on the outside looking in, from the outside looking in, I think it's pretty obvious why. They say she's unfit. You know, people even say, like, you know, she got her records and then she has, like, a pending DUI from last year and all this other nonsense. And she has drug addictions as well. And then you have people that's saying that she probably just wanted to get custody of this one child or she's fighting to get this one child back over all the other children that she's lost. I don't know. They said she has three children in total only because of the fact that she's looking for money. Right. And then you got people that are defending Tanisha. And I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying they're defending Tanisha. But then they're getting blasted for defending her. Or trying to defend her because people are saying, um, uh, okay, so you might as well be, a, you might as well, you might just be an unfit mother as well. You know what I'm saying? Like basically anybody who is supporting Tanisha at this point is probably a bunch of uh, a, a hood rat. You know, like really just a bunch of derogatory things. And so I sat here and I said, oh my goodness, right? First of all, when it, first of all, when it comes to people's personal issues, when it comes to like I think family court and custody issues and things like that, I think that's just a very sensitive subject. Period. Right. And then I also believe that when you're talking about children, it's, it gets even more real because when it comes to the innocent as a society, we don't want to see children harmed, hurt in any way, shape or form, you know, especially not by their parents, including their own mother. Right. So we always want what's best for the children. But when I'm sitting on the outside looking in, I can't believe like how society is so... I don't know, like, yes, she's unfit, right? Or she probably has to get her life together. But there's a lot of women who are in situations where they don't necessarily come off as the best parent. And I'm not saying that the, 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 the where she's at right now um, is the necessarily the best place that she should be for her daughter. But at the same time, I think everybody's completely taking away the fact that this woman has any iota or, or inkling of love for her child at all. I mean, the way they make it seem is like she don't give a fuck about her kids. She don't give a fuck about this child. And I think that that's the message that comes off across. That's like the, the extreme judgment part um, at the end of the day. And I'm like, well, do, do people not understand that there's people out here who've been on drug addictions, who suffer, who's, who's been alcoholics, who've ruined the family because they have alcohol addictions. And there's been people who ruined the family because they had drug addictions, gambling addictions. It really doesn't matter what it is. But nine out of ten is some kind of substance or whatever. Right. And it took over their life, you know, and it put them in situations where they were being self-destructive and it caused them to lose things. But damn it, there are people who come back, guys. And I'm, I mean, I don't know why all the time when we see people that is an unfit mother or an unfit father, why are we so quick to bash them than to try to, you know, be hopeful or, or, or at least for the child's sake? Damn if you don't like the fucking mother. You still got to understand as the child's mother, we should root for her as a society to get better because we know that she is a very important part of this child's life. I just think, I guess I don't like that because she's so, because she's so in a rock bottom place. Everybody's just, you know, in, in the chapter that we're in, in the few chapters before, it's like we're automatically assuming that's the way it's going to continue to be. You never know. Does she probably want money too? It's possible. 
it's possible, but at the same time, why isn't it not possible that the other side wants the money as well? At the end of the day, whoever the hell gets the, the child gets some kind of control. Now, I don't know what kind of money thing they got going on because, you know, they have like trusts and stuff where they could or where they could put money up till the child is 18 and then people can't touch it. <clears throat> um, a lot of times that's what happens uh, with children who the person who passed away, usually the the dad, like the biological mother and the dad usually was not married. You know, that's why they usually put it like something like when the, when the child is 18 and they don't put it in. And then they'll have instances where it's like the child can't touch it till they're 18. But whoever is the guardian of that child can sometimes touch this money for ABC reasons. Some of those reasons will be educational purposes, college, um, something to enhance their, you know, like something's like they'll have like little things about it. But or, or maybe if they uh, want to be an athlete or something, maybe there's a certain camp they want to go to. They could take some money out for stuff like that. Like it has to do with something like edifying the child's life before 18. But then after 18, oh, it's what it is. So the, what, what disturbs me, too, when I'm thinking about it <clears throat> is that Nipsey passed. Right. Obviously, she lost her father. And she has the support of her father's family, which is wonderful. But at the same time, like when you're a child, I like to think that you think of your dad, but you also think of your mom. I think you I think she's in a really sad place. I think she do obviously any I don't care. Most kids, even if they kids, even if their parent is messed up, whether they can understand how messed up their their parent is or not, most kids still love their parents. Okay? It's not usually until a couple more years of abuse <laughs> Or something till they get older and be like, you know, well, mom, you know, now that I'm older, I realize that, you know, my mom or dad, not only did they have a little bit of problems, they had a whole lot of fucking problems that I probably just didn't realize because I was too young. But my point is, at the end of the day, I believe that at this point, at some point, every kid be like, where's my mom? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know any kid that at some point, even if your mom was at some point, you want to be you're like, can I call my mom? I don't believe for a second that this child's not saying, can I call my mom? You know what I'm trying? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And so while I know that there's legalities involved in it, I'm just saying at what point after I hear that my child's father passed away, do I not? You know, you want to comfort you. I'd like to think even even if you think she's all about the money, I feel like at some point she is a mother somewhere inside, motherfucker. Like at some somewhere inside, she's still a mother. OK, and somewhere inside, you still want to go comfort your child that, you know, is crying. She's still that woman who heard that baby crying. You know what I'm saying? In, in, the, in, the, in the crib when it was, and it was running like, OK, my child's crying. I hear my baby crying somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And she can't even get to her child. Now, even if y'all going to take the guardianship away from her, because I'm not. I didn't. And why I'm with this clear, I didn't say give the child immediately back to her. It's a lot of things she got to work on, like with this DUI case. Um, that she caught last year, she violated probation. And because of that, she was mandated to go to some AA programs about drinking. And um, she haven't been going to those programs, but she had, but now I think she's getting ready to go start cleaning up her act in that way, because that has a lot to do with, I guess you could say the outcome of the case. Now, even if they don't let her get full custody, which I don't, I don't even think she's going to get full custody. You got to give the woman some kind of visitation. I just don't like, this is what I don't like about like, <clears throat> family court i don't think that family court brings families together so much as some people think like it helps it doesn't help any more than it hurts i've never seen family court in any state especially new york state do anything about keeping the family together even if you make negotiations like that's like joint cult this bullshit you know what i'm saying like all it does is cause rifts and problems but at the end of the day you'd be a fool even paris jackson you know what i mean talks to her mother 
and her biological mother. She might have um her her. I think she's old enough now. I'm pretty damn sure. But when she was younger, she was under Catherine. You know, because I've actually Michael Jackson anniversary passing about to be ten years June twenty fifth. Yeah, child. Because I was thinking about that. So, oh my god, I'm got I got, I got flashbacks. Y'all, don't, you don't even want to know. You don't even want to know. Child, I was on. I was in the bed. The tissues wasn't even enough. I had the towel, and then by morning the towel was soaked with tears. It's not. I had to throw it out, and I had been on repeat, and I was curled up in a ball, and my mother kept checking on me, and I said, no, no, I'm not. I'm not okay. <laughs> I have your flashbacks, child. It's not good. Um, but yes, where was I? How did we get here? Paris Jackson's mother. You know, even she, because you have to understand, it's like, let me tell you something. Even a, even an orphan, if they found out their parent was unfit to this day, would still want something to do with their child. You got to think about people like um, Black China and her mother. Black China mother a little off. But that's still her mom's. You know, you understand? Y'all got to understand where I'm coming from with this, you know? And I think even Toya, Lil Wayne ex-wife, I think her mother had issues as well. But that's still her mother. You understand? I know people whose, who, whose parents was not the most ideal. I have some friends whose parents were just like my parents. You know, they came from back home. They came over here. People were married. You know, some people's parents are married still to this day or whatever the situation is. They don't know anything about their parents uh, 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 being a, a, a crackhead. They don't know nothing about their parents. They don't know about their parents being an alcoholic. They parents might drink occasionally. They don't know about that stuff. Like some people really is just, and, and God bless them that they don't even have to experience that. But you have some people that's born into environments that they did not necessarily choose because don't know a child asked to be born. And I had friends who grew up with, in, in, in environments where uh, back in the 80s, their, their father was selling drugs. Their father ended up going to jail. <clears throat> their mother wasn't even into drugs. She ended up getting with some guy who ended up getting her on drugs, and then eventually the system had to come in and take them away and then put them in foster care. You know, she tried to fight to get them back. The, the family gets separated. You know what I mean? Like, all the years apart, you know, the siblings try to get together. My, my, I have friends who have stories and tell me that their parents was on crack binges, like dead-ass binges for two weeks. This is like four kids in a house. The oldest one is nine years old. Their older sister is the one taking care of all of them, making sure they wash, bathe, and taking them to school and everything. But they coming home and ain't no food. My friend dead ass told me the most heartbreaking story. They said one day, he said one day I was looking out the window and the neighbor had just, it was a neighbor and the daughter, they had just came home from doing grocery shopping. He said, I'll never forget that they bought mad food. He said, we sitting in the house like a week and a half, two weeks. He's like, my aunt knows we in the house. Like she, she like came by, but she never came by. And she just didn't care. Like nobody just seemed to care. And the moms was gone. The neighbor and the daughter ended up going out to go somewhere after they came home from the grocery shop. And he said he didn't know what to do. He said he broke in in, the, in, the, in like a little doorway or a back window. And he said then he took food from their fridge and brought it home to his him and his little siblings. This is children under the age of 12. You know what I'm saying? And eventually it got to the point where somebody found out and they got put into foster care. Now, fast forward. <clears throat> After everybody got out, the mother, the, the mother's clean now. She has a job. You know what I'm saying? She tries. Now they're on but, uh, weed and all kind of other shit. She was trying to warn them, slow down. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, they lost a lot of time. But till this day, that's still their mom. All them kids still love their mom. They all still have like a, a, a genuine respect for their mom. She tries to, like, like um, I think, like, my homeboy and his sister, because I was close to both of them. They were around my, my, my age group. Their older sisters were older than me. I didn't, I didn't know them that well. Then they had already moved out. But um, 
as far as I'm concerned, sometimes they they still don't feel that bond with her. So when she calls or when, or something like we would have, you know, like you try to keep them encouraged and stuff like that because you feel like, well, it's still your mom. <laughs> you know, you're trying to talk to your friends, it's still your mom. They'd be like, yeah, but you know, she's always calm. Like she's just trying to check up on you. She had all those years where she just couldn't, you know, she just couldn't be there, you know, but no matter what, that's still their moms, you know, that's still their mom. So when I think about Tanisha Foster, at the end of the day, that's still Imani's mom. You know what I'm saying? It ain't for people to be like, well, because she do this and she, well, that's okay. But at the end of the day, that's still her mother. We should all just be hoping that she gets her stuff together so she can get some kind of guardianship. If she really want to be there for her daughter, for whatever reason it is at all. You know, even if she really wanted to be, some people say, well, why is she running for this child? She's not running for the other child. It's a good chance that maybe all these other children's uh, fathers and families or wherever they are right now is alive and well. Maybe this child really is. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's the favorite. And maybe it's because of the money. But then you look at the brother Black Sam. Black Sam about to go look and go and try to take over the whole estate too for the two million. There's a lot of people. Listen, <clears throat> what I noticed about this Nipsey thing is that I'm very happy that he's being honored for the things that he's accomplished and the man that he was, okay? And that he is being used as an inspiration and a model to many. Hopefully people will follow suit in their communities. Every that's whatever that's what I would hope. But I also see a lot of people getting ready to capitalize major. And it's gonna work because there's a lot of people that love Nipsey and they're gonna want to support. But when I tell you <laughs> I think I seen a Puma thing it's going to be a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? And I guess all of this, don't worry, it's all going back to the state and it all goes back to the children at the same time. There's also Black Sam trying to get over this state as well. So don't be so quick to be like, oh, just the baby moms is over here for the money because you got the brother over here about to take over everything as well. You know what I'm saying? Let's just slap my brother's face on everything. I'm not saying don't honor somebody. I'm just saying at some point it's blood money. You understand at some point it's clout money. At some point, yeah, it is. You can't help that the fans want to support but at the same time, there's a lot of people just like to, a lot of people just want to put his name out there and just want to post them up. And a lot of people, what do you think a lot of people is not going to try to, you know, capitalize on something else? I've seen already people don't put out mixed um, underground artists and already drop tapes and, you know, everybody's trying to. So <clears throat> don't be so quick to just be like, it's, it's uh, Tanisha Foster is the only person that's looking for money. Because at the end of the day, that's, that's still her child. Is it my fault that my child's a, a, a fucking million-dollar baby right now, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> what up with you thought? You dumbass. Which one do you? And I'm not saying for the sake of the dollar, but if which one you ain't keeping in touch? Shit, if mommy break her hip when she's 65, just help me buy a new hip. That's all I'm asking. Shit. <laughs> So yeah, I don't I don't I don't like that, you know? I don't think it's easy to be a parent. I don't know that. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't think that the people that became unfit parents as a little girl said, "Oh, when I grow up cuz that's what all little girls want to do, right? Don't they want to grow up no when they have a baby? When we, you know, they try to program us like they gave us little baby dolls and shit. They some of us some of them it wasn't even our skin color. Lord knows I done nursed up mad little white baby dolls. <laughs> And then when you was in school, you play house and all of that, you know, at recess. You are maybe with your cousins. But the point is, 
that's how they indoctrinated us. But I don't know that every child, when they was playing house, was taking a baby and saying, I'm going out to go get drunk. I'm going to the club. You know what I'm saying? Here, watch the baby. And then pretend that they over by the tree at the club on the pole. And it, like, nobody did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all, it's just like life throws us lemons and they say make lemonade. But some of us, well, you know, we didn't plan life like this. You know, and I don't like, you know, I don't want to be, I guess, so judgmental. I really hope that something happens for them, mother and daughter, where they could just start building a relationship from here. She's only 10 years old. And I, it's not to say that um, there's not time. I just don't like that everybody's counted her down and out. Fuck that shit. Like, there's still time. Nobody's perfect, you know. But there's plenty of people. That, a lot of people, if you listen to their stories, who are dealing with addiction and who's lost things, there's not one of them that's proud of the relationships they've hurt or the things that they've lost. Not one of them. Even Tommy Lee. I did a whole episode on Tommy Lee, um, I think, showing up to court drunk, and then they, they put her in, they locked her up right away. They gave her breathalyzer, they put her, and I said, even in that episode, I said, I don't want to be that person. She abused her daughter, too. They said one day she went up in the school, right, pulled her daughter by the hair out, by the, out the classroom by her hair, and then started pushing her up against lockers and, and hitting her, and that's what caused her to get the case. And then, like I said, she got locked up. But I said then, Tommy is young yet. She's just about my age. As a, She's an attractive girl. She has she have a lot of, you know, good skin, pretty features. But there's nothing she can't do if she just stops fucking drinking. You know what I'm saying? And it's not something that can't be changed. That's why sometimes, like, people, when people got these addictions and these diseases, I guess it's a perspective kind of thing and how you see things. Like, some people don't got a bird's eye view of stuff that goes on. Some people is very narrow-minded or they only have, like, a certain angled type of view, so they don't see the bigger picture. But at the end of the day, it's like nobody want to be a slave to the bottle. Nobody want to, I mean, like, if you, if you got an addiction, they call it a monster. You know what I'm saying? They call it a disease. That's something that you got to constantly work on. You know, that's not something that <clears throat> people just pick up, every, wake up one and say, I want to be a fucking alcoholic. <laughs> like, I wish people understood that. So I'm rooting for, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting that she at least get it together. I don't know. It doesn't mean that she will. But sometime during that little girl's lifetime as she's growing up, and hopefully for all the right reasons, you know, I guess that's all I wanted to say. It's Monday. It's like getting into Monday morning now, which it doesn't feel like Monday, even though it's Memorial Day, because it's a three-day weekend, so it still kind of feels like the weekend to me. And, um, yeah, so I guess that's all I wanted to say. I feel like there was something else, y'all. Nope, that's mm-hmm. it. See y'all next time here. My chapels come to...